<laughs> Wait, what episode is this? 12. All right, now, now we're official. <laughs> we're good. We're recording. All right, this is it. Speak Between the Lines podcast. Oh, y'all waiting on me to do that. So, okay, now. But, <laughs> see, here's, the, here's the thing, though, because you, you, like, you, you have like some type of little thing that you do now. Yeah. I know this. The 12. Nah, it's something. Oh, well, yes, yeah, that too. But it's it's some it's some spill that you have. Yeah, like the intro. Oh, I have Nigga, the shut up. You know you got to spill. Nigga, act all brand new and shit. Nigga, you know you got to spill. Yeah, but I forgot it. I thought you had to roll down. Yeah, but it's in the phone. Oh, oh, and the phone's not bad. <laughs> the phone's charging. Okay. All right. So, speak between the lines, podcast. I mean, do you want somebody else to do the intro? Do you want to do the intro? Want to do this I don't care. I mean, you brought it up, so I figured that you didn't want to do it anymore. Do the intro. No, 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 do the intro. I'm, right. I'm going to watch. Speak Between the Lines podcast. This is your boy, King A. J-Rock. Rest. Young, we in this mug. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 12, right? Yes. Do the 12. I can't do that shit. That's, that's, that, you, you patent that. I can't do that. You it? Yeah, they only let me do it. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Man, we in the building. Episode 12. How you guys feeling today? Man, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Sidebar. That's something early sidebar. That's something I wanted us to do. What's you remember that? that uh that outcast um oh big boy song? Uh she, he sampled the feeling good, feeling great. How are that you? how I feel. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want that. You I want, want that sample. You want that sample? Yeah, I'm gonna clip, clip it. I, I kind of want to put that in the podcast. Like for every episode? I mean, just if somebody says, you know, yo, how you feeling? Oh, feeling good, feeling yeah. great. Feeling okay. great, feeling okay. good. Because I know how that we you? say that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so I just think the sample might sound a little hotter. We it might get we might get flagged. Speaking of flags. Boy. <laughs> nigga, the, nigga, the flags were raising. <laughs> YouTube is on our ass. Nigga, Three seconds us, after bro. we uploaded it. Like, nope. Oh, we hear this song. Yo, oh, you thought you was gonna play that Rick Ross? Nope. Huh. We got that shit too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you was gonna play that Rick Ross. Hey, no, I caught him early, so yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, we're gonna figure that shit out. We're gonna figure that shit out. Cause eventually, I ain't gonna say they go, they might what end our page but they keep coming at us with the emails man yeah new, and new those, email every week those emails are getting progressively aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah first it was like oh we, we're not gonna do anything to your account now it's like all right look we done caught y'all motherfuckers too many times <laughs> like rick ross is in the hospital right now have some class have some class have some decency <laughs> wow can't even hit Wingstop yet. Nigga, hell nah, man. Um, I'm feeling good, man. You know, I'm I I was really I was feeling a little like iffy the past few weeks because a lot of shit's been going on, man. Like you, you had the shit popping off in Austin with the bombs. The dude man, mailing no, the bombs. That, mailing okay, bombs that was, yeah, that was crazy. Bro, nigga, that shit that was, was crazy. crazy. Like I I can't even wrap my head around. Like, how could you not like your life so much? Because you have to not like yourself because there's no happy ending to you mailing bombs to people, bro. Right. Like, niggas is going to come for you. So how can you not like yourself and then not like a group, a race, a whatever, a gender, whatever, so much to where you're going to mail, nigga, a bo- this nigga was mailing bombs, bro. Yeah. The crazy thing is, um, I actually read a, a lot of articles on this. So, and then, you know, we have a friend that lives in Austin. Uh, and a bomb went off a mile from her house. Oh, That's yeah. Scary. Yeah, and the fact that this kid was, what was he, 23, 22? Like 24, 25, something like 24, that. 24, 25. Okay, so he's in his early 20s, 
And they were talking about the skill set that this dude had to be able to deliver those bombs and they not go off because when the bombs actually got uh, to the residents, they exploded on touch. So that's crazy. Like he, he, and I was thinking like, well, is he doing this remote? Because literally the first one, uh, the first two, it killed black people. Yeah. And so we thought it was a race uh, thing. Like, okay, well, this is, he's. It's a hate crime. Yeah. He's racially, you know, going after black people. Right. And then the third one was actually uh, a grandma uh, and she was uh, Hispanic, but she actually got the package by mistake. It was going to a different house. The address was wrong. What? So it went to her house by accident. She didn't die. It injured her. Uh, and then the last person, um, it was a tripwire in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was crazy. But, you know, dude got caught up trying to go to FedEx. Yeah. And, yeah, they pulled that plate. They pulled that cell phone. Yeah. Uh, caught him slipping around Round Rock. And then, you know. What, caught, what caught him was. There, there was a bomb that went off in a FedEx warehouse. Right, right. That's right. That's, That's what right. happened. So that, that on a conveyor belt. Uh huh. Yeah. So that that made me think like, okay, was he was he dropping the packages off the first two? Was he dropping them off and he decided to just mail them from San Antonio? Because uh-huh. you got to think too, like if they're if they're exploding on touch. I've never worked at a UPS or a FedEx and nothing like that, but I have talked to a lot of people that have. And for the most part, like they be slang, they be slanging packages, yeah, yeah. bro. Dude, I was a package yeah, handler. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was a package handler in college. That's what I I would literally get up at five o'clock. I work five to seven because it only takes two hours to get a truck out mm-hmm. if you trash. Hour and a half if you solid. But yeah, you slang the boxes. So when I was reading that, I was like, damn, like that could have been me. Right. Like in school, like I mean, that could be any college kid. That's a popular college job. Yeah, yeah you man. just pick up and throwing them. Yeah, just slanging them hoes. Chunk them on conveyor belt. I, I think that's what happened. Like he was maybe hand delivering them at first, and then it got hot in Austin. He was like, "Man, let me let me try to ship this shit from San Antonio." And then yeah. one blew up. I ain't gonna lie. When that, Amazon, when that Amazon package came this week, <laughs> I was a little tight. I was, yeah, this got a little serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But shit, this nigga ended up blowing himself up when when he caught that that fire and the, the police were pulling up on his ass. Yeah, that was cowardice. It's always cowardice, yeah. dog. No, that, was, that was weak. Yeah, man. But yeah, whole thing's weak. But it is. Anyway, segue out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. So what? Um. What jumping into wins and losses? Yeah, but I thought it would be a little inappropriate to say wins and losses right after that, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I jumped into the Steph Curry's and LeBron James. Just going to get it. Okay. I mean, well, I, if you're trying to keep it a hundred right now, Steph Curry's are looking like L's because this man, nigga, the whole this team is getting hurt every freaking day. Yeah, man, yeah. this nigga on his first night back got injured, and now he's going to be out for another two or three weeks. Yeah. Oh, Rockets winning the championship, dog. Let's let's go ahead and get that out the way now. Nah. I, think, I think I think it's over for them. Nah, I don't think so, bro. I, I, do. I do. I don't think so, bro. But I, I remember I, I remember I, us talking about this. I said if there was gonna be any uh, any team that was gonna be able to, to match up with San Antonio, uh, not San Antonio, if it's gonna be any team that'll be able to match up with the Warriors, it was gonna be Houston. Yeah, like I said that off bat. Like I, I, I think they still will, but no, niggas. no. I, I I want the Warriors to go to the finals just because I like to see greatness uh, mm-hmm. excel, and they're great. But LeBron James is probably thanking God right now. Man. <laughs> like, super hard. Like, I mean, this is perfect. Taylor made for him. Like, yeah. The one year he's super struggling, and all of a sudden, Golden State ain't got a pot to piss in. Yeah. But here's the deal. 
Hey, if Houston beats Golden State, under no circumstances should James Harden lose that finals. If he I'm about loses, to say, I don't see I'm, I'm done with I'm done with James Harden if he loses the finals. Man, yeah. For real. Ain't no way. Yeah. Like, I don't see him getting past. I don't see LeBron beating Houston or Golden State. I mean, he better not. Well, hell no. I'm just I'm just saying. But wins and losses. Wins and losses. Well, but yo, real quick, real quick. Before we get into wins and losses, I would first like to say that this podcast is sponsored by no damn body because we have no sponsors. <laughs> so, if I'm about to say newsflash. <laughs> like, really? When did this happen? So, if you're a business out there or you know someone who owns a business who may be interested in advertising on our podcast, please have them hit us up at speakbetweenthelines at gmail.com. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That was dope. That was yeah, man. Shameless plug. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, man. You know, you try, you know, try maybe get a few rolls or something. Get a few, get a few promo rolls. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But man. yeah, wins and losses. What's up? Alright, so this week was a pretty lackluster week for me. Don't say neutral. Uh, no, and don't say you're alive either. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go ahead. And just yeah, throw them yeah, out there right kill, now. Kill what them, else you got? Kill them whack ones. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> no. Nah, so uh, not serious. Um, I, I do have a win for this week. Um, remember a couple weeks ago I was talking about how I was a little uh, depressed with my numbers at work. Mm-hmm. And I was been working on myself and not blaming others. So I got my results back for last month. Right. And I was in one of the top tier agents for last month overall. Hey. Oh, that's what's up, hey. man. Respect. Hard work pays off. Yes, sir. It pays off. Okay. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was it. That's all I got. You had nothing to expound on that? Just uh, no, 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 no. You're just happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, um, W. But mine came from um, an unexpected place. So, well, let me say this. Let me preface this. So at church uh, today, pastor said something that kind of spoke to me. And we talked about it on the podcast before about how when you are building a garden, you know how you got to put manure on the seed. And that's how it works. Like, that's how it grows. Like, sometimes you have to deal with shit. Yeah. So he talked about how um, God will disrupt your life in order to prepare you for a blessing. Mm, okay. Right. Yeah. So my win actually came also by work, uh, where I ended up getting a raise. So a couple episodes back, you know, we talked about stepping back to step forward. And for context, I was working at a position. I was having some panic attacks. I ended up in the hospital. Right. And then I had to step back into a different department, a lower department. Right. So you got to take the pay cut because you're going backwards. Right. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting my my uh, letter about my new pay. And shout out to God, I actually am making more money in a lesser department than I was making at the department I was in. Oh, Mm. after your uh, annual raise. Correct. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. Like, so my stress is like zero. And. When he said that this morning at service, I was like, man, that's real talk because I never would have been in this position had I not had the panic attacks and went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of spoke to me. He was like, yes, God is going to like if you think about a lot of blessings in your life, if you trace it back, usually something off or bad probably happened first to prepare you for it or at least position you to get to that to that spot. So uh-huh. now, yeah, like things are. Things are looking great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good way to think about it because it's always it's always something that happens before. Like 
we, we don't see it when we're in it. When we're something, when it's like, say we're with something, something bad, we don't see it while we're in it. But when right. we get to the on the on the other end of it, or we get to the outside of it, looking back, that event had to happen for this event. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's all it's all connected for sure. Facts, but yeah, dub straight up. Shit, I had a dub too. My my dub was actually nigga a free house this weekend. Wait, hold on, hold on. You got Wait, a free what? house. And and I mean now my house no we still pay the mortgage I'm talking about <laughs> I was about to say I'm about to say nigga, nigga I'm, I would buy the whole one what's what's up bro I'm talking about nobody was in that mug except me dog uh-huh. I had the whole... oh okay I'm about to say you <laughs> shout out to the clear house I had a whole crib to myself so you had an empty house nigga, I had an empty house <laughs> nigga nobody was in there I my wife what was the first and thing, her... hold up pause what was the first thing you did. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 that's good. I was, just, I was, just, I was hey. chilling a little bit. Hey, he had good internet connection. Chris, that's Chris, all I was going to say. Hey, I was, I was chilling a little bit. <laughs> Chris Rock told you. Move on. Yeah, no, nah, I was I was chilling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah no, nah, wife and daughter down in Houston for a baby shower or gender reveal or something like that. H-town. And then I didn't even have the dogs. The dogs were at her parents' house. So, like, oh, I had nobody in the crib, bro. I was chilling. So, nice little peace of mind, you know what I'm saying? Kind of reflect, sit back and relax. We ain't had no no noise and nothing in my ear, so it was pretty cool. That's fire. That's fire. It is, bro. It is, man. You so. cannot put a premium on um, a dolo house when you're married or with kids, Bo- bro. <laughs> man, it is, it is precious time. You are not lying, and take that t- take that chance anytime you get it, bro. Like, do not, bro. I'm trying to tell you, man. Facts. See, see, rock, rock. You you you're not dating anybody, right? Not single. So, so you got the house to yourself. See, he don't. So he don't yeah, he get don't it. He don't even understand yeah. what we talking nah, about I'm right say, now, nah, bro. I go right now. That I'm the house is empty. Nigga, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. My, mind you, I love coming home to my, you know, to my wife and my kids and all that stuff. But I'm trying to tell you, when you get that peace and quiet, right? Like, 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 right, right now, like right now, it's just us three in the house. If we right. don't say nothing, you won't hear nothing. You won't hear nothing. Wait, you got a piece of quiet, piece of quiet like that. You, hear that? <laughs> you don't get, you don't get that often, my nigga. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> get caught with that. <laughs> John. Oh, oh my god. You got a guinea pig, <laughs> nigga. We got a hamster. Fool. A hamster. Yeah. Yeah. You even hear his ass rolling on the wheel every so often. It's just like, oh my gosh, bro. I that a bitch. Yeah, man. So yeah, man. That was my that was my win, my dog. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, man. That's funny as hell. We got anything else we roll to this next segment, though? Nah, man. Roll. All right, All right. dog. So I was um. I was watching TV the other day. I'm not sure if I was at a bar or something, but there was a phrase that came on the TV and it said, live your best life. And somebody next to me was like, well, you know, I don't really like that phrase. And I said, okay, you know, what's, what's wrong with it? And he said, you know, what, what are you supposed to do? Live your worst life? I said, nah. Doing it. Yeah, but I don't think that's what the, that's not what the phrase was entailing. I think it's saying that I think people just wake up and they just live their life. Like there's, there's no, there's no goal that they're trying to achieve. Like they just, their, their main objective is to just wake up get through traffic to get to work, get to work, get through work, and then drive home, and then just maybe rest a few hours or whatever, what have you, yeah. just to wake up and do it again. Like, there's no there's no drive to actually live your best life. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so right. I was listening to something that I kind of want to bounce off you guys real quick, and it was Les Brown, um, his segment on Live Full Die Empty. We kind of touched on Les Brown a little bit on the uh, past episodes. But he, he phrased the question, he said, what would it be like if everyone lived up to their full potential what would the world be like if everyone 
lived, went after their dreams and lived up to the best person they could be. It would look like Wakanda. He said, "Would look like Wakanda." Wakanda. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It, it would look like Wakanda. Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty historically accurate. So what? what do, so what do y'all think it is? Like, what, why do you think that that people aren't living up to their full potential? You know, um, I, I don't. I don't even know if we are conscious of the day. Like, we're not. I don't think we get the most out of the day because we don't really. We're just kind of cruise. We're on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're subconsciously going through the day. It's like we are just on on routine watch. Mm. Uh, what was that? I remember uh, uh, one of my mentors, Mike Humes. He, he talked about. It. He said. Um, he said I go to work to get the money, to buy the food, to get the energy, to um, what? No, it's I dig the ditch. That's what it was. It was the story of the ditch. So he digs the ditch to make the money, to buy the food, to give him the energy, to go to work, to dig the ditch. Oh, wow. And it's just this repeat cycle. And I think um, unless you're around people that are constantly challenging you or pushing you, you will fall into that habit almost just subconsciously mm. like you won't even think about it you'll just be on autopilot because we're programmed to do certain things right so just kind of getting to the point i just think maybe we aren't conscious of hey i need to be living my best life uh one last thing and i'll pass it uh to jay um i was at an event yesterday and one person said um you will never hit the target uh, that you're unaware of. So basically, like if you're if you're not even if you don't even know where you're aiming at, you're guaranteed to miss that target. Mm. And I don't know, like, do you find it weird like when you ask somebody like, "Hey, what's your goal for this month? What's your goal for this year? What's your goal for this day?" That's not really common, right? Yeah. And people look at you kind of weird if you say, "Well, what's your goal for today?" So, yeah, you're not going to hit what you really need to hit. And you're probably not going to live the best life because you're just going to wake up one day and be like, damn, how the hell did I get here? Right. And how many people are even asking that question? Facts. Yeah. Um, not agree with both of that, but for me, it's more so um, society as a whole trains you not to. And that goes to the educational system. That goes to... Uh, corporations, because as a child, you're taught to go to school, get good grades, get a job at a good company, hmm. and just work. That's what people are taught. So when you ask, why don't people do it? No, people are doing what they're taught how to do, because the educational system is was designed for factory times. Go to school, get education, get a job at the factory, and stay there 20, 40 years, retirement, get the gold watch and live your life. Now it's translated to instead of factories is go out, get a good job, try to get a job at a fortune 500 company and stay there 20, 40 years and retire. You know, people aren't well outside of the top 10%. Mm -hmm. People are taught just uh, to have a worker's mentality. So when you have that, yes, you dig the ditch to make the money, to get the food, to give energy, to dig the ditch again. It's because that's what you're taught to do. Uh, you know, speaking of Les Brown, he has a quote that m- the problem that most people have is with goals is that they don't set a they don't set goals so high and they miss 
they set their goals too low and they hit them. Right. Right. Mm. So that's what I get from that. It's, it's not that people choose not to do it. The majority of the people are taught in a different system. Hmm. And you know, when you have the one percenters, they're they're uh you know, they're uh they grow up in a different world where it's just not about education, it's about like even like when you have famous people with kids, like, well no, I, most actors or most successful people, it's like I wanna make sure my child figure out what he wants to do. And then we nurture what that is and we'll figure out what he's gonna do with right. based on what his passion is. Right. That's true. Mm. It's not okay. Well, no, he needs to go to school, get good grades, and then get a job. No, we need to find out what his purpose is, and then we figure out the rest from there. Okay, so is that where you think it starts? Like, because that's that's kind of my next question too. Because I mean, we, you know, once you get older, it's like okay, I need to find a job and 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 you know, you know, work and pay my bills and all this stuff. But when you're a kid, like you have this huge imagination of everything that you can and you want to be in life. At least most people do. Like mm-hmm. my, the main question you're asked when you are young is, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Right. Like if you think about the time, if you if you really just if you really think about just the the, the time lapse of how everything happened, just starting being 100 when your mom, your dad were having sex and, and your dad popped, 400 hey. million sperm came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yo, you know yo, what I'm saying? Yo. I don't hey, think about this. Hey, if we just being 100, 400 million sperm came out, <laughs> and only one made it. Only yeah. one made it to the egg. So if you think about it, like just nigga, from that nigga, perspective, I'm a finisher. boy, I gotta run races. I run races, nigga. I finish. You are not lying, nigga. First, swam, nigga, swam, nigga. nigga if you not first, you last, my nigga. Like straight Man, up, Ricky Bobby. But if you think about it from that perspective, it's like out of all of that, like you were the one that made it out. So I don't think that if you even th- think about it from that perspective, it's like you were put here for a reason, whether you're religious wow. or not. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like you made it here for a reason. So I don't think your purpose is to just exist, exist. But I think a lot of people are. And I don't think I don't think a lot of people have even if they may know what they want to do or they may know what they want to be, but they're not they're not going after it for whatever reason. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to figure out like where, where essentially does that, that transition start from like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this to, okay, maybe I just need to do this to survive and make it and pay um, my bills. So for me, I believe that goes back to the parent because you think it starts at the parenting, right? Well, the, the parents, your environment, and the people, the closest people around you, right? Because mm-hmm. like you said, when you're a kid, you're 100% right. You have a very active imagination. There is nothing that you can't think that you can do because you haven't been told, you, you don't understand what the word no is. Right. So um, so going back to, I know, I, damn, I quote Steve Harvey on this damn podcast. But he was talking about his childhood, right? Mm-hmm. And he was in school and the teacher gave him time and hey, go home, write down your paper, uh, write down what you want to be and bring it to him. And he wrote down, I want to be on TV. Uh-huh. His teacher told him, No. How many black people do you see on TV? Damn. You need to be realistic. This is something that you can't do. So mm. teacher would say, Okay, I I want you to take this note home. 
and you know, uh, basically saying that you know you're acting up, you're not being realistic. So took it to her mom, the mom's mad. It's like you know, why are you you know you you know you can't do this. Why don't you pick something realistic, fireman, you know, whatever, you know, trade, you know. And he, you know, the mom's like, okay, when your dad gets home, I'm going to have him deal with it. Right. So hmm. his dad gets home. He shows him. He showed it to him. So he said, well, why, you know, why can't you do this? And instead of saying, well, no, you can't do something, he said, no, why can't you? And he said, well, okay, whatever she wants to write down, you know, write it down, give it to her. But keep this piece of paper saying that you won't be on TV. You know, put you know, put it in your drawer, look at it every day. Mm. You can do anything that you want to be. But had his father gone along with everybody else said, no, how many black people do you see on TV right now? Right. You can't be an entertainer. You can't do this. You can't be that. Would, would Steve Harvey be the same person he is today? I seriously doubt it. Because he had, you know, if you don't have anybody feeding in your life saying that, no, you, you can be more than what your circumstances is. Even though that nobody's done it, mm-hmm. you can still do it. Hell, Barack, if nobody was in Barack's corner saying, no, you can be a, the first black president, mm-hmm. do you think he would have ran? If everybody says, no, you can't do it. So mm-hmm. I think the environment, your upbringing, yes, you have a lot of people saying that things are impossible, but you you have to have somebody saying that, you can do this. Right. I think another thing is, too, people, people instill their failures in other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because they That's haven't... a good-ass point. You know what I'm saying? Just because they haven't made it or or they, they fell short somewhere else, now they don't think anybody else is going to be able to achieve their dreams or something like that. And it I may feel. not even be that they don't think anybody else is going to achieve it. It may be uh, as simple as they don't want you to achieve it because it highlights their failures. Mm-hmm. It, it actually makes them look bad. It's like, okay, well... Why do you want to have this type of success? I couldn't have this type of success. What makes you think you're better than me? Right. So, yeah, that's a problem. Um, I think I do think it's it's based off the community. Um, and J Rock kind of alluded to it. He said, "Parents, the people that you're around, which I.e. means the community, everybody that shapes you into who you are." Right. Uh, but just to kind of um, present another aspect to it would be i think reality hits people i think i think when when we're in in elementary middle school and high school again we get that question well what do you want to be what do you want to be right Mm -hmm. and we have all these goals and all these dreams uh but then when we get to high school then they start putting us in boxes okay well what do you want to be and then that kind of has to fit into a college course or a college curriculum because that's what we're told to do J-Rock already alluded to it. Right. You get the good grades. You get the degree. You work for a Fortune 500 company or what have you. You're probably not going to get into the Fortune 500 company unless you have this piece of paper. At least that's the illusion. Right. Yeah. So now it goes from, well, what do you want to be? And it's unlimited to, well, what do you want to be that fits in these boxes? Right. So that's a problem. And then you pick that box, whatever that is. And then we all heard this story. You know, you're in college. You're a year in or maybe a year and a half in and you switch the box. Oh, well, you know what? This major, eh, I'm not really feeling this. Uh-huh. Mm. So, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a go for this degree. I think I really want to do this. I messed up. I didn't know that, you know, what I originally picked wasn't a good pick. Right. And that could be d- based on the marketplace because mm. the marketplace can change where, you know, you go into a certain field and that field gets completely wiped out based off of technology or what's going on. Right. So, one, 
You went from unlimited choices to boxes. Then you went from box to, oh, I have to change my box to fit what I really want to do. But then you have something that hovers over you, student loans. Yeah. So when the student loans hit you, I think that's when reality gets presented to you. That's a good point. So once reality hits you and it's like, well, damn, like I wanted to be, you know, an actor. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a, a, um, a singer. I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to do all these other things, whatever. I wanted to be a scientist. I wanted to be a, a engineer or whatever. Right. But then now reality is being presented to you where it's like, oh, no, nigga, you owe us thousands upon thousands of dollars. And by the way, they're unforgivable. So you have to pay this. So then it becomes to goes to, well, it's not what I want to be. It's like, oh, well, this is what I have to do now. Right. Right. I think yeah. that that's an aspect. So do you think there's a difference between or do you, do you think there's a, a strong difference between like passion and because what you're kind of saying is is passion versus perspective, I would think. Right. Like you have a Great passion. Summary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a passion yeah. or what you want to do. But then I mean, but at the same time, too. Mind you, I, I want to say that you, you know you should definitely go after after your goals, but what you're saying, I mean, it, it does have to be reasonable. Like you have to be able to live off of it, though, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I struggle with saying it has to be reasonable because, um, when when what what there's a, okay, history gets made every day, mm-hmm. whether we're conscious of it or not, right? Right. Again, at church, this was something that that the preacher said, and I 100% agree with him. Um, It was a quote. um, I forgot. I want to give credit to the right person. But anyway, it was a quote. And basically, the quote was that if a book, if there's a book that you want to read and it hasn't been authored yet, Mm -hmm. it's your job to write it. Right. So sometimes it's not good to be reasonable. Because things have to get done. Like we joked about, um, well, how would the world look if everybody um, were op- or working at their optimum level, right? Right. Or their peak level. And we said Wakanda. Right. You know how improbable that movie was in the grand scheme of things, in, in, in the midst of uh, cultural divisiveness, to have an all black cast, a, a black director, and have a mainstream appeal like that was unprecedented Mm -hmm. there's a reason that movie made a billion dollars and shout out to black panther by the way it's actually the number one uh grossing marvel movie now it actually Mm -hmm. passed avengers so uh props to them but so that may not have been reasonable so i guess there has to be a balance between okay have an audacious unreasonable goal because like that's a big word i like that audacious Oh yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get that one off all week. <laughs> but but like J Rock said, um, by way of Les Brown, is sometimes we set the bar so low, and we hit it. Right, bullseye. Mm. So I think there has to be a balance between being unreasonable and having a plan. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you addressed that because I know somebody is going to be listening to this and they're going to say what I just said. Okay. Well. I mean, you have to be realistic. I know you want you want to have your goals and stuff, but I mean, you have to be realistic. And you made a good you you addressed that actually really well. Oh, thank That's you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. There, you know what? There, there was something else Les Brown said that they really they really kind of set it home for me. 
And he said that if you're if you're laying on your deathbed, right, what you want is people around you, family and friends, that are pay, that are praying for you and comforting you as you pass over. But he said, what if what was laying there with you was the dreams, the ideas, oh the talents oh, yes, sir. that you that wow. you never went after. And they're sitting there looking at you like, why why weren't we fulfilled? Wow. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And now we have to, instead of you giving us to the world like you were put here to do, now we have to sit here and die with you. Yeah. Woo. This is why I love Les Brown. That's heavy. Yeah. And I've heard so many quotes like that. Um, and another thing it says is that the richest place in all the world is the graveyard. Right. Because mm-hmm. that statement has all of the unrealized dreams, the unrealized potential of what everybody has. Mm-hmm. And going back to what you said is, you know, whether it's realistic or it's profitable, if you're the, the thing that you're supposed to bring to the world is supposed to better it, there's a market for it. Whether it's self-help, fitness, technology, if you're if you're doing something that's going to better the world, it may not be a million dollar idea, but everybody doesn't need to be a millionaire. Right. Max, you know, you can live comfortably off of sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. Yep. So that also is when you say how realistic do you need to be? You know, you need to level set with the lifestyle. Just because you see some on crib doesn't mean that everybody has to have that lifestyle. Hmm. That's true, and society kind of pushes that too. Like they they push they push the nice cars, the big no, houses, and all yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, Hold up. Why do you think? So I want you to answer your own question. Okay, what was that? What was my question? <laughs> <laughs> Which question? Yeah, yeah, you, you have asked a lot of questions. Um, so the dreams dying with you mm-hmm. and not being fulfilled. What are your thoughts on that? So you're on your death, like not you, but a person is on their deathbed and they're surrounded by all of their dreams and their goals. And they're asking, why did you not present us to the world? Why didn't you? That was your job. Like, right. how would that feel? Like, why do you think? All right. So it's so I actually have two different answers to this. So one is. I think. People, people don't find their purpose. Like you have a purpose here, but I don't think people recognize it or they, they don't they don't really think about what their purpose is because they're so caught up in. I just I just need to work just so to pay the bills and do all this and do all and do that. So they don't really have time to think about, OK, what is my actual purpose in life? You know what I mean? Because they're just living in the system. Right. I think another thing is, too, even if you know your purpose, I think one, either people are afraid to go after of it or people think that they have time. Like mm. people think they actually yeah. have they have time. Like okay, like let me do this and then I'll get to this. I'll get to my purpose. Or they think that they're going to live twenty, thirty, forty—not twenty, but forty, fifty, sixty, seventy years—and they actually have time to do this. Right. But life can end at any moment. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes, it can. You know what I'm saying? You know whether whether it be you doing it. You know whether it's some something that you did or something you were involved in, or you just being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like. Life can end at any moment, but I think that the one I think strongly is that people just think that they have time. Like they think they they have time to do what they want to do, and then you look up, and now 
you're in your 70s or 80s and you're not capable of doing what you want to do or 40s or whatever i'm not you know age is nothing because you know it can be any time but now you're looking and it's like damn where did the last 10 20 years go what did i accomplish in the last 10 or 20 years that's I have this passion, like, that's going to push me towards my passion. Like, what did I do? What was right. I involved in? You know what I mean? So that's kind of my answer to your question. No, that, and that's actually a solid answer. And, and it actually brought something to my attention that I don't I don't know if we as a people realize that you really have a small window to really maximize the amount of money that you make um, historically or generally um, in America. So basically... You have exceptions and you have rules. Well, the exception is um, Colonel Sanders. Mm. Colonel Sanders basically started KFC and he was, what, in his 70s? Yeah. And he made more money at that time period than his entire life. That's an exception. The Mm. rule is basically like between 20 to 40, maybe 45, you're probably going to make the most amount of money ever in your life. That's where the gross amount of your money is going to come from mm-hmm. for the average person. So speaking of time, I don't think we're aware that like, yeah, that's not a long time. Right. Like 20 years. Like if you're saying, well, you know, I think I'm going to live 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. Well, nigga, only 20 of those are really your prime earning years. Right. So you got to set up for 40 or 30 years of your life in 20. Right. And I think that will put some urgency in people. Yeah. But we don't think about that. We're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to live till I'm 70 and 80 years old. That don't mean you're going to work till you're 70 or 80 exactly. years old. Exactly. I agree with that because what I see with most people, especially men, most men from 18 to late 20s, they're party years. Oh, yeah. yeah. We Going out, yeah. having fun. We, we oh, throwing it up. They get most men generally spend their 30s fixing what they did wrong with their 20s. Preach to me. And most of their 40s fixing what they what they should have done in their 30s. So mm-hmm. you're Agreed. already behind the eight ball. So right, right. Yep, yep, yep. You know, time is such a illusion. You know, growing up from zero to 18, it's like, man, I just want to get a car. I want to get my own place. <laughs> That's real. And it That's takes real. forever for, you know, for you to finish school. But then once you turn 20, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that time flies by, man. It does, Jesus man. Christ. It does, man. And shit, don't 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 have a kid early, nigga, because that's majority of your time. Boy, right that there. will tank you. I ain't gonna say it's gonna tank you. But <laughs> no, I will. I will. Listen, listen, listen. I ain't gonna the, say it's gonna the, tank you. I'm I'm not saying it's gonna all right. Look, the degree of difficulty. Is exponentially high. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's not impossible, but yeah, like you definitely have a lot more on your plate. If, if you have a daughter, you, the first thing you're looking out for as soon as she hit teenage years, niggas. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, no, because it you already know like that 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 road gets real rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. You gotta do. You got enough traps in this world to to. Hell to yeah. get snagged on shit and if you, if you even got a dude if you got a little boy when he reaches teenage years yeah. now you're thinking about hoes you know what yeah, i'm saying like who, who he done got knocked up or something like that yeah that's the worst though when you knock up the hoe like let's sidebar real quick no hold on, hold on. i know we i know we talking what? real stuff but i'm just saying <laughs> like, like it's one thing to, to have a child 
and you bring that 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 life into this world and you love that person mm-hmm. it's another it's it's cool when it's like with somebody's like yeah i can see myself being with but when you knock off the hoe <laughs> that ain't about shit what a town hoe <laughs> The, shit. The, the, the community chick, <laughs> shit, or shit. Even if your if your son ain't shit, and he and he don't got some female pregnant that he can't take care of. Oh yeah, that yeah yeah. yeah. That's a man. It's always that shit. Granddaddy, nigga. Hell uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nigga. Hell yeah. But yeah, man. So sidebar over. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. I was like, nah, I was like nah, oh, that's, shit. that shit. That's a good ass point. That's a, that's a good ass point. Um, there was something else too. They kind of, you know, listening to to Les Brown. Um, when I even listened to Les Brown, it was kind of I was just reflecting on something, and I think people are so focused on living in the now, like on what's going on now. And shout out to my boy Lil Duval for posting this fire quote on Instagram. He said, "Always think about the future, because the present was planned years ago by people who thought about their future while you were living in the moment." Oh. Now, wow. I just I like want that. I just Shout want that quote to, to sit. Duval. Yeah, I just want that quote to sit here and just cook for a second because how many of us are really just rolling through life, right? Nonchalantly, like we was kind of talking about. We kind of reflected on on this podcast. Like we have a we have a job that we may not care too much for, but it pays the bills and it, you know it keeps gas in your whip or whatever. Like what what happened to the the goal? thinker in you what happened to the futuristic thinker in you see we can we can sit here and watch an nfl team or nba team try to recruit the hottest players in the world to make their team better for the next year who are you recruiting into your own life boy you know what i'm saying that like boy coming with the heat you know, boy, he was <laughs> ready for this last you know what i'm saying like put me off two weeks for this shit yeah like but who with this fire <laughs> work a nigga boy, i am let's go yeah it's like but, so who who are you putting into your own life i mean who are you recruiting into your own life as far as you know mentors books to read and whatever what have you that's going to boost you and make you a better person and excel to where you want to be in life man I, wow what what was that uh I, we said that on a episode. It was like, um, "Show me who you run with. And I'm gonna show you how you finish." Mm-hmm. And and that's real. It's like you're the sum. Shout out to Jim Rohn. Um, you're the sum. Some of the five people you hang around the most. If you hang around five people that smoke, you're probably gonna be the six. You hang around five people that drink, you're probably gonna be the six. You hang around five people that are forward thinking and they're goal oriented, you're probably going to be the six. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know what's crazy? So. Um, I was at an event last week in Oklahoma, right? Uh, I watched this dude get an award uh, for making uh, $300,000 in a year. And so uh, he did it in a 12-month period of time. It's amazing. So he's giving his speech, right? He says one thing that really stuck out to me, and um, I appreciate it because I got a chance to talk to him uh, just on on the street. It was weird uh, after the event. But he said... Out of the people that I hang around with the most, mm. I make the least amount of money. Mm. He said, out of the people I hang around with the most, I have the worst relationships. Mm. Out of mm. the people I hang around with the most, I have the worst um, lifestyle. Wow. And so his point in saying all that was we challenge each other. To be successful, we challenge each other to live a certain type of life. And so, yeah, who who you spend your time with 
if you're the if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's a problem. Right. If you're if you're if you make the most money in the room, you're in the wrong room. You need to spend a majority of your time with people that are doing better than you. If you have the best relationships with your family and your friends and anybody else in the room, what are you going to learn? Right. And so uh, I asked him about that. Um, um, we were like crossing the street. Like he was just standing there. I was like, yo, this nigga makes a million dollars. He's just sitting there on the side of the street trying to wait to cross. Uh, and I was like, yo, uh, I heard, you know, first of all, congratulations uh, and on your success and everything. But can you tell me a little bit more about your relationships and the people that you spend the most time with? And he was like, basically, I, I select people that that I I want to be. So if I see something in you, even if you you may make less money than me, but if I see something in you, that doesn't mean you have worse relationships than I do. So mm. I'll, I'll I'll seek that person out. Like, who are you recruiting onto your team to bring it back to your point mm. and being conscious of that? Because high achievers are conscious. We talked about that earlier in the episode that um, sometimes we're on autopilot. Sometimes we're just subconsciously going through life. The people that are winning the awards, the people like you said, the we watch the NFL teams and the NBA teams. Nigga, do you know how 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 much they plan on? Okay, here's the plan. We're gonna draft that kid, and we've been watching that kid since high school. We're gonna draft him five years later. That's a plan. Oh, this coach right here. He's been coaching in this league, this team, this team. We're going to we're going to draft him. That's a plan. Oh, hey, this play that we're going to run against this team because we've studied the footage last week and we saw it was successful against them. Yep, we're going to run this play. That's a plan. Mm. Everything about sports is planned. Right. Why would we not plan that for ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't because you 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 be the main nigga hitting the bell sometime, but that was that, that was, was nice. sick. That was real nice. Yeah, yeah I'm just all right. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ring my own damn bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring to the other side of that. Yeah, uh, to be the person being recruited. Ooh, because that takes even more planning. Like you look at Kevin mm. Durant, Steph Curry, the LeBron James of the world. As a kid, they're like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sacrifice everything for the next 18 to 20 years to put my to put myself in the position where I can be drafted. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, when you, like you said, when the people live in the moment, you know, they're, you're living the moment that somebody else planned for you. So, plan for that moment so that way when it comes, you'll be ready for it. Mm-hmm. And another hard question you have to ask yourself, if we're – with the sports analogy, for you individually, what what would your draft pick be? Mm. Ooh, that's tough. That's mm. a tough question. That's a hard mm. question to ask. If you had to assess mm. yourself at you know your job, you know what you want to do next, and you were the recruiter, what draft pick would you be? Would you be a first rounder, second rounder, or a free agent? Ooh, Ooh. or a walk on? Ooh, <laughs> they go red shirt. Oh, man. People don't want to ask that question. They don't want to ask the question for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's real shit. cute. It's real easy to be the recruiter. Nigga, I don't even know if I want to ask that question. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if we be well, I'm Nigga. like, ooh, like, do I need? Maybe I need to overlook my shit. Like, right. how no, how how am I performing in life? Like, where where would I put 
Where like, would I pick me at? Are you worth? Are you worthy of a draft pick? Well, like being being transparent. Um, my twenties. Hell no. Nah. Like I w- I was cooking. Uh, I was starting to get some stuff, but I I made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, I feel way more confident about like if if we were doing a draft, I feel way more confident over the work I put in over the last five years than the work I put in over the earlier ten. Right. Yeah. And and. Maybe that's how you assess it, but yeah, like, are you even worthy of a draft pick? Are you even worthy of being recruited? Like, right. if, like if somebody was like looking for somebody to build with, whether that be relationship, a business, uh, personal development, finance, uh, physical fitness, like, are you even worth a draft pick? Are you worth being talked to? Mm, man, that's that's tough. Would they invite you to the room? <laughs> They gotta show you the school first. For right. real. Like would they even invite you to the Would you even yeah, would you even go on tour? Would they even would they even let you tour the school? Right. Mike, you know that, what? That's crazy. That's okay. We're going in a different direction. From a from a <laughs> no, you know what's crazy though? From a network marketing side, like let like let me talk to my shit real quick. <laughs> no, for real, cause 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 that's real to be like, you know, you ever run into people like, oh, they can try to recruit me to something, right? Yep. And 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 they they're all um they're like off put by it. Like, how dare you try to recruit me into something that could build my fortunes in my life, right? Right. But if we don't think about that, we just oh, well, they're just trying to recruit me into something. Period. That's a privilege. That is a privilege. Yeah, it is. Like, if I'm talking to you now, okay. Sometimes you don't know. They say you have a prospect and you have a suspect. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, we're talking to people that are suspect. We don't know if if they're even fit for this. Mm. So you have to ask them a certain amount of questions, but. If people are asking you to to join a business and you're immediately turning them down, like you're you're putting yourself in a position where you can't be recruited mm. into something mm. that's mm. bigger than you. That's a good point. And it doesn't have to be network marketing. It could be anything. It could be it could be um hey, we just want to go to the gym. Right. Well, yeah, you're gonna get healthier, you're gonna get fit. Right. Why wouldn't you do that? That's real. Mm. I like that. Like, I'm not gonna answer that question by myself right now, but it, it, it's, it's definitely something to to force movement. Yeah, you know, because you, you know you can lie to everybody else. You can't lie, to but yourself. you can't lie to yourself. Well, you can, but well, you good. can, but you're only hurting yourself. Right? Well, oh, who was? It? Do y'all remember that quote? Um, oh, damn, I'm gonna fuck it up. It's the dude. Uh, he said, "If if somebody asks you uh, to engage in an opportunity, say yes and figure out how to do it later." Oh yeah, I messed up the quote, but I'm paraphrasing. Um, it's it, it's not important, but it's relevant to the topic. Is that yeah, like you have to answer the door when opportunity knocks. Otherwise, yeah, you are gonna be standing. You are gonna look up. I got a cousin right now, Richard Branson. Shout out to Richard Branson. That's who it was. There you go. Um, but I got a cousin right now. Like this, this nigga's life today looks like it did ten years ago. Hmm. Just with more people in it. Right. Mm. From a family standpoint. <laughs> that he created. Wow. Somebody I'm just saying. Fast. Somebody was a fast swimmer. And he has fast swimmers. <laughs> we got an Olympic team. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Nigga, whole team Michael Phelps. Phelps. Whole team. Whole team Michael Phelps. Puffing weed and, and swimming. <laughs> like, that's that that's nigga's a, life. And I, that's that nigga's <laughs> life. <laughs> That's a oh, bad combination. Oh boy. What what killed Marcus? Hey cousin. <laughs> <laughs> hey auntie boy. Oh man. 
Man, but that that was that was it, man. It's just I was listening to that dude, and it just it made me reflect a lot. So I really wanted to just bounce those those ideas and stuff off of you. So no, nah, that was dope. That was dope. We appreciate that. Oh yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt. I know uh, J Rock. He had uh, what you want to talk about? Delta. We got working these sideways. Anyway, uh, my bad. My bad. No, it's all good. So you didn't make eye contact. I, was like, I got one. I got to say it for you. I got to say it for you. You know, Chris Rock's Chris Brown. Well, nah, it's 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 a little better. It's a little better. It's a little better. You know what? Another it's a little better. An, an, another thing that that kind of cuts us off um, is that because you know how you said uh, going back to network marketing, how you said that people turn down their nose, they turn down um, getting getting oh, yeah, a better yeah. life. Yeah. One thing is that. We're too prideful. We don't think that we need our life to be any better. Right? That boy good. Y'all, so Y'all going to realize what I'm saying. That boy good. That, that, boy, that was amazing. This man that, is that awesome. <laughs> I will never joke about Chris Brown again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, speaking of pride. Man, somebody, that was a fire segue. That's how you do it, eh? <laughs> so, this, I've been thinking about this for really the past month. Um, and which is what I allude to is pride and where the place of pride in not only our community, but as a, as a whole. And before I get into, it, I want to ask y'all, what do y'all, what do you see? What, how do you define pride? That's, ah, uh, that's a little, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Cause I don't really Pride, pride can be a tool and it can be a crutch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I, me, I personally, I see, I see a difference between like, I, shit, I don't know, man. I don't um, know. Like, I feel like pride. In some cases, you need pride, but in some cases, it can, it can hurt you. Well, rather than uh, try to tell you what I think pride is, I'm just gonna read it for you. Pride is a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction. Derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated, or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. That is what pride is. Okay. So, and based off that definition, is that good or bad to you? I think it's good. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think I think I think the issue is when you let it get to your head too much. Because if if you feel good after certain things that you accomplish, or whatever, what have you? Then you should, because that you should use that energy as motivation to push you into accomplishing and achieving something else. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this, <laughs> 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 this, so this nigga wild. <laughs> so if y'all try to figure out what we're laughing, Bentley is, I guess, using some of his uh, his self training or his training on me to get to get ready for the dog at the dog park. And so he's like battling with my foot right now. <laughs> Yo, he's trying to he try to pull out himself defense classes. <laughs> it's not working. So this nigga's been like pushing up against my foot for like the past thirty seconds. Um, he try to use his weight, right? But I I think if you use if you use it as a tool to push you to another level, I think that's fine. I think the issue is when people use it and they say, "I'm I'm better than somebody," and right. so they're not they're not open to to learning. Or they just think that they're better than somebody that they they rate them beneath them. That's why I think pride would be the issue. It, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think again, everything in life. I don't think there's anything that's a uh, um, absolute of, outside of God. 
So I just think that it's one of those things where um, it's about balance. So pride is good to a certain extent, um, mm. i.e. my nigga Vegeta. He has a lot of pride, pushes him to a lot of success. Mm. I think a lot of high achievers have pride, but pride also comes before the fall. Mm. That's a popular saying. So I think it goes to your part where people think that, um, well, I'm better than someone else, so I can't learn from them. And that person might be the person that is saving your life. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you ever meet, and here's, <sighs> niggas get on my nerves. Look, you ever see somebody with like hella degrees? And so they get cocky about the degree and the knowledge that they get. And so they can't take coaching from someone who doesn't have the equivalent amount of degrees or pieces of paper. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, that pisses me off. And and it's like, like I could just imagine somebody having a, a bunch of degrees, getting sick, going to the hospital, and then the nurse comes in and they're telling them what they need to do. And they're like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, nigga, that person could save your life. Exactly. Like, check the arrogance. So, yeah, I mean, anyway, mm-hmm. tangent. All right, so the reason why I asked that question is because pride is one of the seven deadly sins. And Full Metal Alchemist? No, that's the, the Bible. Yeah. So and what? Full Metal Alchemist is an anime show. It goes hard. It's also it's also the name of anime itself. Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix. Check it out. But anyway. That's actually a pretty good show. Yeah, that's a very good show. But from a biblical standpoint, the seven deadly sins are something that we should avoid. You know what I'm saying? There mm-hmm. is no good way to be gluttonous. There is no way to just have just just a little bit of gluttony and that'd be okay. Mm-hmm. And so the more I think about it, I get to the point where they change the definition to where pride is is acceptable and it's okay. Okay. So do we have the do you have the biblical definition of pride um, and where it originated from? I've, I've I've watched a lot of sermons on it. I can't okay. find the actual. Just a textbook definition. Yeah, or like the biblical right. so, perspective of it is what I mean. So, like, the perspective that I got from it is the self-centeredness. It's, mm. the, it's the I factor, where everything has to be about you. Because mm. from a biblical, from a Christian standpoint, we're here to serve. And you can't serve if everything is about I. I got you. So... When Reyes just read the definition about pride, to me, that's more of a self-esteem thing. Yeah. You know, to, you know, take ownership of a situation because my name's associated with I'm going to do a good job. If I do something good, it makes me feel good. It's more of a self-esteem issue. Right. To me, when you actually read the definition of pride and just go off another scripture, uh, when it says the... I'm going to read it. Uh, Matthew no, you good. 5. Okay. So. Is, so. Uh, uh, blessed are the meek, uh, for they shall inherit the earth. So when you hear that, most people, when you think of meek, they think of weak. Right. They think of being humble. Mm-hmm. And it, when you actually look it up, is being quiet, gentle, and submissive. Mm-hmm. So it's more about being obedient uh, and and not and not towards just always just having a humble uh, mindset because you look at the difference it has nothing about not being arrogant. 
it's nothing wrong with thinking that what you're doing is right and you having a high self-esteem, mm. but are you serving others? Mm. You know, is mm. the, is, you know, going back to what we're talking about with purpose is, 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 is your purpose just for yourself? Cause that's where the pride issue comes in where everything you do only serves yourself. Right. Versus uh, what I'm doing. Is it helping others? Mm, okay. Okay. So, I guess with with that, is there a difference between having pride and being confident? I, like, like that's what I said. To me, it's you know they, they change the meaning towards pride is almost confidence and self esteem. Hmm. I got you. I got you. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can see that point. But like I said, me just going off. I'm just, you know, my understanding of pride and how it is related to what, you know, Rez read. But right. if you're taking and, it from that perspective of and, what you're talking about. And that's the danger for me in it. Because when you can easily change the definition of a word, you you you, you know you no longer look at pride as something as being negative. Because as as a child, you're always talking about, you know, you need, you know, you need to take pride in your work. Mm-hmm. You need to make somebody proud. Right. So you know, most people no longer see that as, as something that's negative. Right. So you have to be careful with, you know, with what with what words you use and, and how they are connotated. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, but if you're if if you're basing it off that definition of pride and that's what you're doing, then I don't think it should be looked at as negative if somebody's not doing or being or or having pride based on what the Bible is saying. Right, no, 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 absolutely. I'll 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 just I just found it very interesting the fact that how they change what the word actually means. Oh yeah, no. No, that happens a lot. See, even the Bible is is transcripted differently now than it was. Yeah, we don't have the OG Bible. Right, Right, yeah, yeah, Yeah. because yeah, the the um history is won by the people who win the wars. Yeah, it's written by the people who win the wars, yeah. So You know, while I was reading that scripture, it's like, man, that's actually pretty interesting. Because when you look at what the seven dead sins is, is, you know, pride is one of the number one things that we should stay away from. But as a society, we changed it to where that's something that you should strive to. Gotcha. So the danger in it is if you don't know what's the negative aspect of it, you encompass everything. Well, I mean, if we if you want to go to church, I mean, we can dig into it. But um, all right. So I'm not a preacher and I am a novice on the Bible. So take, so that, take that with a grain of salt. But my perspective on that. And again, as we grow, you know, that changes over time. But if we're talking about the seven deadly sins and pride is one of them, I would imagine from God's perspective, it would be sinful for us to have pride because even in the definition that we have today, it's a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. Well, pump the brakes. We don't achieve anything outside of God. God creates everything for us. Now, we're co-creators with him. He allows mm. us to take part in that creation, but nothing happens outside of his will. Mm. If he doesn't allow it to happen, it ain't happening. So that could be dangerous because if you start thinking you big shit 
It's like, oh, I made this. Oh, I achieved this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I did this outside of God. Well, now you got Lucifer. And he's popping off. He takes a third of the angels. They rebel because he thinks, well, I'm the most beautiful. I'm I'm the most talented. I'm I'm the best at at what I do, whether in or out of outside of God's will. Right. I'm that nigga. Mm-hmm. So mm. he got chin checked. That's an interesting point. He rebelled and he God popped him. Hmm. So I think it's a warning out of don't take so much pride in what you're doing thinking it's you because it's not you you play a part in it but let's we talk sports all the time right let's keep it funky god would be the superstar the franchise player you would be the role player the team moves as he sees fit he leads the team you play your role and now we get a chip hmm that would be my sports analogy of it. That's a good point. Like so it. don't don't get out of pocket, nigga. <laughs> so basically what you're saying, what you do is you should always give God the glory. Yes. Yeah. Play your role. So is there is there self-fulfillment in that though? Giving God the glory? Is there self-fulfillment in that? Yes. To me it is. But is that not being selfish? Well Yes. I mean It's not being selfish. I mean Hold on. But at the same time, you're not putting, you're not saying that it's happening because of me. You're saying is, again, that goes back to the I factor in pride Mm -hmm. is somebody else allowed me to do this. So because of God, I, that's the reason why I'm able to do anything. It's not on you anymore. It's, it's, well, I'm pointing to somebody else. You know, you think I'm good, but he's the one who let me do it. Right. So how is that selfish when you're emulating someone else, when you're edifying someone else? Hmm. Go ahead. I mean, I want, I don't I want to attack something, but go ahead. I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know. Okay. All right. So can we have a conversation about selfishness? Yeah, why not? Okay. Is selfishness bad? Because it has a negative connotation and it's pissing me off. That's my whole thing. That's my perspective of it. Okay. So, my perspective, right? I don't think selfishness is inherently bad. I think it's a shameful word that we try to use to to make people feel a certain way. Because... I don't think there's a person alive today who is not selfish. At all. I would agree. And the reason I'm saying that is because what's the um oh what it's the law of um shit self-preservation. Self-preservation is um it's a rule um what, what, if shit were to pop off, you're going to care about yourself more than you care about anybody else? Right, but there's a phrase. It's, it's a phrase I want to put into it. But the the context is basically that self-preservation is like the number one rule of survival. Yeah, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So self-preservation in of itself is inherently selfish. I remember there was a woman who uh, told me this once. She said, um, selfishness leads to self-worth. And I at first, I immediately rejected that thought. Because I'm like, I don't want to be selfish. Shame on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I had to think about it. And I was like, 
No, there's some value in that. Selfishness does lead to self-worth to a certain extent because some people don't value themselves at all. And so they do things that are detrimental to themselves. Oh, I'm never going to accomplish this. So why try? Oh, I'm never going to be this type of person. So why, why even put in the effort? Right. Right. But there's some like if you start selfishly wanting things for yourself to be better for yourself, you're you do start to see more value in yourself and you'll hold yourself in a higher regard. Now, you have to be careful. We talked about balance because that leads to the pride issue. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to tightrope all of these things. You have to juggle all of these things. Right. Give me an example of that so I can follow you a little bit better. What's that? Selfishness? Yeah. No, it's about how, yeah, selfishly, being selfishly into self-worth. Because, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I have a giving personality. You do. But I have a high self-worth at the same time. Just because, you know, I, I, I like to help people out. I like, I have a very giving nature. Right. So, but me being, I, I don't consider myself a selfish person. I would agree. So, um, that's not to say that you don't have no selfishness in you. Um, and that could be what it is. Your selfishness, your selfish behavior is the fact that you like giving. You like the feeling that when I give, when I'm staying with somebody or I give my time, you beat me to it. donate, donate money or whatever, what have you like, that's, that's the selfish side of you of being fulfillment. There's yeah. just a positive, there's a positive result to your selfishness. Yeah. You, you actually beat me to it. That That's where, I, that's exactly where I was going because there, there, some people and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like in general, there are some people that they, they fall in love with the idea of being, well, they're so humble. They're so sacrificial. Um, they're a good person that makes them feel good. It's, um, affirmations that people put on you. Like, well, when I think of this person, they're always they're always helping someone else. They're always giving in nature, and that makes them feel good. So that builds them up. They can fall in love with that idea, and that's selfish. So they're not giving necessarily just to help people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and it's subconscious. They may not even be aware, but sometimes they get to the point where it's like, "Well, I'm a good guy. I think of myself as a good guy, so I'm always going to do the good thing." And that's the trap. That's when you're already there. You don't. You're not even awake. Now, going back to, um, you said, give yourself an example. I'll give, I'll use me as an example because she said it to me. So here's the deal. There was a time where someone would say, hey, Rudy, let me hold $20. And I would just give it. Hey, Rudy, let me hold $20. You're straight up. You got 20 on you right now? I'm not that person no more. Oh. We need to find that nigga. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying that nigga in the bedroom. No, Where that nigga? No, 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 <laughs> he's on the patio. No, <laughs> no, I'm saying like, 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 I had to start to think because when I was looking at, it, I was like, damn, like all of my, all of my funds are going everywhere, and I never have anything for myself. So when it, when it comes to crunch time and emergency time, I call them saying niggas that was asking me for shit and they ain't got it. Yeah, that was a problem. Then uh, at work, I was always initially helping everybody else. How can I put this? I was I was focused more on helping other people get where they needed to be and never thinking about where I wanted to be. And so I was seeing people pass me up like I literally trained somebody 
trash. I mean, they they're not even people. They're not a people's person. Right, right, right. And they were now they're a supervisor. Oh, that's a problem. That's crazy, right? That really is. And I'm being selfless in that standpoint. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? They need help. I'm going to help them out. No problem. I got you. But I wasn't thinking about myself at all, right? Now, uh-huh. we could say to a certain extent, okay, well, yeah, that speaks to mentorship. And, you know, that speaks to character, right? Right. That's cool. That's cool. But I never saw myself in that role. I didn't value myself as a mentor or somebody at that time to be in a position to try to teach somebody. I mean, but at the mm. same time, even though that you weren't, you still can go back to whenever you want to go for a promotion where it's like, hey, I helped train this person. I did this. I even know that you didn't get a immediate gratification. There still was a benefit or there still can be a benefit by you selfly helping others. No, there is. But in corporate America, because that's what we're talking about now. Yeah. So there has to be a number next to that. So it can't just be like, oh, well, I helped this person do this and I helped this person do that. Well, nigga, what's your number? Because it's all metrics. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. all metrics. So... I had to have somebody tap me and be like, Rudy, what the hell are you doing? Like, you need to start focusing on building on yourself so that now when you get the position, you can start helping everybody else. You can't. There's a saying that you can't help other people get out of the ditch if you're in the same damn ditch. It's easier to pull somebody up from a higher position than to try to. try to climb and grab somebody at the same time. Like you got one hand on the ladder and one hand on this other person. I'm trying to climb the ladder with one hand. That makes no sense. Ah, that's, that's hard. Right. So selfishness leads to self value. Like you have to be careful with that because inherently when you hear the phrase, you automatically want to reject it. Selfish. because nobody wants to think of themselves as selfish. On the surface, you don't want that. But there are a lot of people who don't have a lot of self-value and don't see themselves excelling on a high level. Like like I have a teammate um at work and she's dope. Like like she's she's really good at what she does, but she she does not see herself at all um being a person that can help other teammates she doesn't see it and i see it in her and all she wants to do is just go to work go home go to sleep and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. unless there's something wrong with that if that's not what she really wants that's a problem and so i i I look at i look at sometimes I, i look at it like people need to people that want to do more but don't have the confidence is because they don't work on themselves. When you start to work on yourself, on yourself, that's selfish because you're wanting more for you. I'm going to read the books. I'm going to save the money. I'm going to take the class all to build myself up. Now the end goal might be, well, I'm building myself up so I can help more people. But some people are just like, well, no, I'm just going to help more people. Mm -hmm. And you're going to cap out. Because you're still at that, you're still at a lower level than you should be. Right. Because you're not pouring into yourself. You're just like, well, I'm just helping. I'm just helping. I'm just helping. Well, how much more could you help if you were at a higher level? There's a hierarchy to it. Yeah. There but is. there's some selfishness that's going to, that you have to employ 
to get to that higher level. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, personal development. Personal. You have to, yeah. you have to work on you before you're able to ultimately help other people. Because like you said, it'll, it'll, it'll slow you down. And shit, we see that a lot. Not to bring up network marketing, but we see that a lot. We see people who are in lower positions or lower roles or levels. I don't know. Levels. Yeah, it's levels. Okay, yeah. Le- lower levels try to be the the big dogs, and you know, and have and, and think they can just pull up and help everybody. But nah, like you have to you have to work on yourself first, right? So I mean, from that perspective, I mean, what because I, I want to know your thoughts on it because I know you were saying that giving and selflessness and you know all this other stuff. Like, what are your thoughts on what he said? Um, I understand it. I, I mean. So, and you don't have to agree. I, it's like, it's, it's, he doesn't because he rolled I, I, his I, eyes. I, really yeah, I, I can see it on him. I, he rolled, I really he rolled his don't. eyes. Because, you know, so it's, you know, going back to the example with your coworker, it's easier to see the faults and what, uh, the strengths in others than it is to see it in yourself. Like, that's Facts. why we have therapists. Like, therapists are some of the worst people because they can listen to your story and they can say, okay, you can do this and this, 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 and this to fix it, but they can't do the same things for themselves. So that might no, be, I that mean, might be a reach, but okay. Yeah. That's that. Nah. Yeah. For, for the sake of your point, go ahead. Uh, I, that, but, I think that's a reach. I mean, so like, you know, it's, I'll, I'll say for myself, for example, right. I can help others easier than it is help for me to help myself. Cause okay. like, it's easier for me to see faults in what other people's do versus the mistakes that I make. So I think it's a it, lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. So it's even the like where I'm at right now. I I've worked on myself a lot more in the past two years than I have probably in the past ten. So okay. let me ask you this: Is that is that do you think? And not to turn this into a therapy session, but well, do we, you, hey, we got the couch right here. Do you right? <laughs> <laughs> we actually have the couch right here. So because you said something interesting, you said that it's easy for me to help other people because I can see faults in them more than I can see in myself. Is that you avoiding something that you're going through, or something that you may be going through that you don't want to address? And not talking about you. I'm talking about anybody now. You know what I'm saying? But you brought it up, so it, it seems like the question is directed towards you. I mean, you. it actually does. It actually feels that way. You want me to lay down on the couch for a second? Uh, I mean, we can make room. We can make I mean, room. you know, I, I'm pretty sure there's a notepad somewhere that I can take my notes. <laughs> no, no, but no, that, I mean, seriously. And not to say that's that's the idea of, of giving, but I'm just basing off what you just said. Well, so, because I, I can't speak for anybody else. So, for me, it's uh, more of a self-awareness issue. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, well, like about a month ago, I said that the reason why I did uh, one of the reasons why I did the podcast, so I work on my speech and my speech has been an issue all my life. Right. Mm-hmm. But I never realized it. I mean, outside from me stuttering as a kid, that, that's kind of obvious. But outside of that, I don't hear myself when I speak. You know, I say the words and I know what I'm thinking and I hear what I'm thinking. Right. Okay. So until I had somebody come just like, Hey, Jared, you need to work on this in order for you to get to the next level, whether it's at this job or the future, you know, no, people didn't may not tell you in the past cause it's a hard conversation, but this is something that you need to work on. And I talk every day for a living. 
I've done customer service probably for the past 15, for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. So talking has been my life for my entire adult life. But I didn't have the self-awareness to realize that that was an issue. So it's uh, the self-awareness piece of it. Mm. Okay. I mean, I kind of an- you kind of answered it, kind of didn't answer the question, but I mean, I'll I, roll I, with it. Okay, let me. No, because so okay, so when you help other people, what are you what are you doing exactly? Example. Uh, I mean, I know you let I know you house niggas. <laughs> yeah, <Is> you that, do. <laughs> but outside of that, I mean, it, it's mainly just advice. Like you know, uh, you know, I, so somebody has something going, I can listen to it. And, you know, I think it's the same way with other people. It's like they'll, they'll tell me what happened and I can see the holes. And, OK, no, you fucked up here, here and here. And you need to do this to correct it. Mm-hmm. But for I'll say myself and probably some other people I talk to it's when you're living it. Right. It's harder to see it. That's you know, true. Yeah, of course. It's, no, you know, that it's, is true. It's, it's easier for me to see the forest because I'm outside of the forest. You know, you're inside. You see nothing but trees around you. Right. So I I can see a bigger picture. So I think that's what it is for me. That's fair. And that's a good point. And a lot of people do do that. So so let's let me ask this. Is Gang Up on Rock podcast? Nah. No, 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 that's not it. No, I'm just saying. So no, I, I like it. I like this conversation though. Because like, like, this is a, something that a lot of people I'm sure deal with. Well, well, I was going to piggyback off what you said about um, you can see the forest. Mm-hmm. Because you're not in it, I think that circles back to what we talked about earlier about show me who you run with, and I'll show you how you finish. Who are you recruiting into your life? Because you need to have people around you that can point out what's going on, that can see the damn forest. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need that, right? Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Now going back to, I guess the couch <laughs> is. No, because I wanted to make sure we made that point because that was a very astute yeah. point that you made. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you... Okay, so right now, you have a giving spirit. I think we all agree with that. You you are a, a, a helper, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say there's value in being able to... Okay, let's... Hold on. Because I want to set this up right. All right. How many different ways can you help someone? Like, how many different categories can you help someone in that you feel you're proficient in? So, um, I'm going to give you some categories. Okay, okay. That way you don't, you know, we're not dragging it out. Okay. So, you I just want to rank them as you give them? Hmm? You want to rank them as you give them? Yeah. Like, like okay. Am I proficient? Yes or no? Okay. 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 Good. Shoot. So... Oh, what was that seminar? Okay, so here's the pillars. Uh, one is spiritual. Medium. Well, it's yes or no. It's like, uh, am yes. I proficient? <laughs> I mean, am like, I proficient? <laughs> yes or no? Hey, he's all trying to like... <laughs> this nigga feel like a job application. Well, Are so, you proficient in itself? <laughs> so the reason medium. why I say that... So I'll, right. let, let me go and clean this up. It's because spirituality, I feel like, is something that you never stop learning. You don't. So... For where I feel like I'm at now, yes. Okay. But I feel like there's a lot I have left to learn. Okay. Keep that in mind because I think we're going to circle back to that. Okay. Um, health. That's a pillar. 
No. Um, what's the next pillar? It's um, oh, relationships. Yes. Got it. Um, uh, finance. Yes. Okay. So health, spiritual, finance, health, relationships. Um, I think it's lifestyle. I think the fifth one was lifestyle. No. Okay. So circling back to the point of all of this was selfishness leads to self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I imagine someone who's a giver wants to help people as best they can. Would you see as a giver that you are, do you see value in being able to give at a higher level? Of course. Okay. If you see value in uh, giving at a higher level, would it be fair to say that whatever you feel, and this is for the listeners as well as us, all three of us, would you say that there's value in becoming proficient in the pillars that we're not excelling at right now? Yeah. Okay. Doing that requires a certain level of selfishness because there's going to be some disciplines that are going to have to come into play for you to to accomplish that is that fair yes it is why are you hesitating i'm trying to figure out why why it took him so long yeah absolutely why yeah. why not, not so what, 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 what okay. i think the word selfishness it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's breaking it, it, it fucks so with me. What's like, another word for you? Because there has to be something. Because you said that love, you're not proficient, or you're not proficient in spirituality, that you're getting better. What What would you call that getting better? I'll just call it growth. I mean, that's a lazy. Okay, okay. We don't want to do this. Okay, Look, this, okay. this is not where we're going. Look, okay. But but no, but, no, I'm sure but the point of this topic is because as soon as I said that, I felt the temperature in the room change. Right. Mm. And I feel that listeners also have some sort of negative connotation with Toward selfishness. selfishness. So uh-huh. I wanted to attack this. Now, clearly, this was not on 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 the menu the, today. The the notes, yeah, this is not wouldn't. on the list. But I think there's value in in attacking this because I'm like, okay, well, is selfishness bad? Because the knee jerk reaction is yes, selfishness is bad. Why? Because I was told it was bad by who? That's a good question. Yeah. What was the intent of the person that told you that? But but here's the deal. I mean, I think that goes back to I think God's original, selfish. I think that goes back to the original topic with pride is people change the definitions of things. Yeah, but we're just operating. I mean, off, no, no, let's, no, let's operate off the definition. Well, right, right. That, that's what I'm saying is right. you know, because there's such a negative connotation because it's taught. Just like with pride, there's a different connotation because of how the words used today. So you feel like you have this this native connotation towards selfishness because you were taught for it to be bad? Well, yeah, because a- anytime the word selfishness is used outside of today's podcast, it's always in a negative light. You don't want to do something. Oh, you're selfish. Can you do this? Can you give the time? Oh, you're selfish with this. You're selfish with that. You don't want to give. Okay, let, let's, because I don't want listeners to I don't want to say that because I said something a, a couple sentences ago. I don't want listeners to be like, wait, what the hell did he say? Yes, I think God is selfish. Okay. Would On its surface, would you agree that God is selfish? Yeah, you hear that. God, God is don't, a selfish You don't God. agree with me. What? Oh, he's talking about, <laughs> oh, okay, he's talking about me. Like, not Ave. Jay, would you Yo. agree with me? Okay. Obviously. Yeah, go ahead. So, but now, do, do you agree, do though? Do you agree? 
Yeah, because he, he wants all of us to worship and love him and him alone. Mm, okay, so if God is selfish, hey man, don't you just be sitting I'm, on my nah, head. I'm just sitting I'm there just, just listening. Because yeah, yeah, a, a, I mean, right? I mean, all right. Red said he didn't want me to answer, so I'm I'm just listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So if we can agree that God is selfish, right? Yeah. What? How did this conversation start? The phrase was selfishness leads to self-worth. Would we say God is worth a lot? Worth everything. Okay. This isn't a spiritual podcast, right? Christian means Christ-like. It's right. It, right? Synonymous, right? Okay. Yeah, that's what the word means. You're 100% correct. God is selfish. I hope you see where he's going with this. I know. I, I know it's, it's obvious, but you know... So why are you struggling? You see where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to finish walking yeah, this yeah. road. No, no, yeah. Finish it for the listeners though, because some may not know where you're going. I'm just saying, God is selfish, right? He is inherently good. He is pure. But we have a negative connotation with being selfish. Now God positioned Himself to be at the highest point. Yet we as followers and as people and mankind refuse to put ourselves in higher positions because we want to we want to shroud ourselves in the cloak of, well, I'm selfless. I'm helpful. I'm a giver. What's wrong with being selfish? Other than the fact that you were taught that it's bad. You may not know why you were taught it was bad. Now, I'm not saying cut everybody off. We we routinely bring up balance. Yeah, because there people there do ha- live in extremes. There has to be a balance. Like there, the only absolute is God. So there's a balance to it, but there is value. You can get a lot out of selfishness. I will tell you straight up. I selfishly stored away money that I owed some people. Now they were credit card companies. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> right? But I'm like, yeah, I could give you this, but I need to position myself. That's a little selfish. Now what happened was because I positioned myself to save that money, I went back to the creditors that I owed and was able to hit them with the money that they had. So they weren't really upset because I was at a higher level. And at that point I could help more people. I couldn't help the creditors when I was giving them all my money because I had nothing to give. I had nothing to live off of Mm -hmm. when I started saving everything and storing everything away. Then I was able to come back and be like, Oh yeah, I got you. You need this. Yep. No problem. Mm -hmm. My friends was like, yo, you want to go out to drink tonight? No, no, I don't. Oh, you, you don't want to chill with the boys? Yeah, I do. But right now, I'm being selfish. I need to I need to do some things. I need to operate in a certain discipline in order to put myself in a position to be able to help more people. I can't talk about making a certain amount of income or having a certain amount of money saved if I ain't got the goddamn money. How the hell am I, how am I supposed to teach you how to be better financially if we in the same goddamn ditch? No, nigga. I mean, I, that is a good point. That's not, that's not, you can't, that, that's pretend, that's make-believe. That's I mean, like you said, yeah. people at the lower level being like, oh, well, 
in network marketing and, and shout out to uh multi 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 millionaire darnell self made this comment it was amazing uh he said sometimes people you don't listen to everybody who tries to teach you something because sometimes they're not on that level they're not proficient right so someone tried to talk to darnell self about speaking now darnell has taken plenty of classes to become proficient because he had a lisp right he took classes he became proficient now he's an amazing orator right but he'll give a presentation and somebody will come up to him after and be like oh um you said um too many times you actually said it five times or eight times and he'll say oh well thank you hundred dollar income earner wow yeah i appreciate that you make a hundred dollars in a year i make over a million a year thank you for correcting me on that mm. you're not ready for that level sometimes you have to sacrifice and engage in selfishness it'd be different if that person was going to him and approaching him and saying hey look you know i've been in taste uh toastmasters i've studied you know speech and certain things and i can see that you put in a lot of work on your presentation and then they gave him advice from a peer-to-peer standpoint right or hey i've actually spoken at the white house i've done this and i've accomplished this you know this is something that might take you to the next level right that's different but you can't just be like oh well i'm gonna tell you what the fuck is going on but you're not proficient in it right that's stupid yeah that's a good point i'm off my tangent i'm sorry no no it was was an interesting little tangent because from, it's the Wait, word. He said interesting. Uh, okay. uh, no, that was a shot. Uh, no, an interesting little tangent. Yeah, that was that was a shot. <laughs> not just an no, interesting no, no, one. It's not a shot, but it's like that nigga, that nigga just shitted on your shit. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, like, nah. he's like, yeah, that was cute. No, it was, it's like, and for me, it's the word. The, the word bothers me, and I'm okay with that. But what you're saying, I totally agree with, because what you're saying is being purpose driven. Yes. If 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 you want if your calling is to give if you're if you have a calling that I want to help people financially, you need to be very perfect purpose. Ugh, say it for me. Uh, purpose driven. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Hmm. But you know, is you have to make sacrifices, and I don't think making sacrifices is necessarily selfish. Is you know what the end goal is, and sometimes you have to make sacrifices along the way. So have you never been prideful? Let me ask you this. Has it been a time at your point in your life that you can remember uh, yes. having too much pride or absolutely. being prideful? No, absolutely. Okay. Oh, man. It was... <laughs> so um, back in Shreveport, no, it's just, it's just, it's funny now. It, was, it wasn't funny it back wasn't then. It wasn't funny in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was struggling financially, right? Um, in the house, winter, it's snowing, and I didn't have the money for the electric bill. Okay. Instead of asking for help, it's like, man, I'm Jared. I don't ask for help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying. Growing up, you always hear men figure it out on their own. They, you know, you, you as a man, you have to have a certain amount of pride as a man. Uh huh. So instead of asking for help, <laughs> I was in a cold ass house for a week Nigga, with no snow outside, <laughs> with no heat, <laughs> <laughs> taking cold showers in the morning. <laughs> Hell nah. Are you for real? Hell yeah. Shit. I bet that was a humbling experience for your ass. Not very much so, but at, it, it goes back to it's like, had I not been so caught up in the idea of what people expect you to act, 
you know, as what people say manhood is or where the case is, I didn't have to take that L in my life. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thankful for it because it taught me a lesson, you know, in marketing. I think there, you know, no matter what you do, whether it's you putting yourself in a bad position or God putting in a situation, there's always a lesson there. But uh, yeah, nah, that was that was a very cold winter. It was it was very cold four or five days without heat in the snow. <laughs> That's too funny, man. I just I don't I don't man I. If I had to choose a side, because I'm really in the middle of this conversation right now, but if I had to choose a side, I would probably go with Rez, bro. Sell out. That's not a sellout. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's making, he's, no, he's no, making no, a valid point. No, it's a valid point. Like, for me, it's, it's the wording. Like, I, I I can't buy into that. You can't buy into the word self, selfish. Yeah. I mean, but, like, what he's like, what he's saying I definitely agree with. Because in order for you to whatever, if you want to be a giver or you want to do whatever, you want to help people, you can't. I agree with that. You, you you can't push somebody out of a ditch and they're stepping over you to do it because you're still in the ditch. So what have you accomplished? So selfishness selfishness has to mean something else to you then. It has yeah. to mean something else to you. Right. Yeah. Like, because what, what he said. It, like, and, and, like, I agree with saying, I mean, like, to me, it's, like I said, it's being purpose driven and you, you making sacrifices along the way, whether it's, like you said, not going out, whether it's, um, I need to work on myself for a season. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. It's just, I, I just don't agree with the word selfish. And that's just a me thing. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, hmm. You ever, um, you ever heard someone uh, be told they're uh, squeamish? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The ish. Is like, eh, yeah, you're kind of. Kind of are, kind of are, yeah. Yeah, kind of are, kind of aren't, right? Okay. It's self-ish. <laughs> <laughs> you, you understand? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like, I think that would help a lot of people to think of it that way. Like, eh, It's not self- selfish. It's self-ish. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good perspective. I think they'll get value from that. I, I think that might help ease the because the word is such a barrier to a blessing. If you can get past the word, you'll get to the blessing. Not you. I'm just saying, like in general, like like we get. I think we as people get caught up on things that really aren't that important, right? Instead of going towards the goal. And we'll let one little thing like, oh, I don't like it the way that sounds. So like, like some people be like, uh, well, I don't want to make a lot of money. Well, why don't you want to make a lot of money? Well, I don't want to make a lot of money because I don't want to become a bad person. Oh, because money is the root of because all evil. Because money is the root of all evil. Well, no, because right. like, the, the love. love of money is the root of all evil. Money in itself is just money. It's a piece of paper. You Ooh, do with it what you need. You said some hot shit, boy. You let words and phrases stop you from your blessings. It stops you from the blessing. So... Yeah, if, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, well, I don't like the word selfish. Well, slow it down. You're selfish. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. So you can put yourself in a higher position to help more people. Score biz. And I'm done. I like it. You got anything else you want to touch on pride or anything like that? Um, no, not, I think this was a, a great little double topic because it, it, it flows together. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, with the pride, it's all about the I. And then we have the other side of it. 
where you're talking about the benefit of working on yourself. And like when you're finishing it up, you look at the root word itself. And I, I I agree with that. You have to work on yourself. So it's the 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 ish. Like said, it's the ish. So what, have, so have what, the issue with? So I love should, the self. What's your beef with ish? What's what's your what's your what's your beef with that? It smells like ish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on myself shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on myself shit. I'm on right? myself shit. <laughs> like, hey, listen. <laughs> All right, that's what's up, man. That was that was a uh, that was a good conversation, good topic. Anything? I mean, I it, because anything else you want to say about pride? I'm off. I'm, I'm good. Movie quotes. What's up? Okay, I got some movie quotes. Um, we're doing top uh, first of three. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Somebody want to explain what it is real quick? All right, so movie quotes is basically uh, we're gonna have two of the co-hosts uh, square off uh, on who can get the correct quote. Um, or the correct movie from the quote that's being given. So in this scenario, I'm going to give the quote. Ave and J-Rock are going to guess what movie it's from, and if they're right, they get a point. First of three wins. Okay. All right, cool. So quote number one. Uh, I can't say it like that. I'm going to say it like that in a minute, but... No, no, you, you got you to just read it. You can't, yeah, you can't act yeah, it I'm out. Yeah, I'm read it. All right. They may take our lives, but they'll never Braveheart. take our freedom. Yeah. They'll never take our freedom. <laughs> some bullshit. Go ahead and go to the next one. <laughs> All right. All right. If you let my daughter go now. Take him. Wow. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue I mean, can we, can we finish the quote? But if you don't, can we I finish the quote? Can we finish I it? will find you and I will kill you. Yeah, take it. So, okay. Rule change. We got to let the fucking quote <laughs> fly first. All right, I'm sorry. Give us some time. Okay. Um, okay, here's one. Uh, you complete me. Uh, color purple? Mm-mm. You complete me. E.T.? Oh, what is this? Hold on a sec. Mm. E.T.? Uh-uh. You complete me? Beatbox. You complete me. Oh, my God. Well, I know this movie, too. It's crazy. He got the little beatbox. He's downstairs. He's trying to win her back. And then she, that she flips it on the. Uh, then she says it to him at the end of the movie. Are you sure you're thinking about the right movie? I, I would hope so. Love and Basketball. No. Oh. Not the white movie. Are you sure? Yeah. White man can't jump. <laughs> Not it has white get, in the title. I'm just I'm just throwing out no, shit. No. You complete me. Yes. Oh, the Notebook. No. You complete me. Titanic. Oh my god. Are you for real? Are you serious? Oh my god. Dark Knight. No. Oh, he man. said that too. Joker. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. Nigga, it's three words. That could be any movie, bro. But it's a movie quote. Yeah. Oh shit. Y'all are so, J Rock yeah. is close. I, I I know the I, I can't think of the name. Uh what was he close with? The scene. I, yeah, he I, described I, the I scene. gave the whole scene. Tom Cruise. It, it was Tom Cruise. Oh. Okay. I'm again. I'm again. Oh my god! No, no, Tom Cruise. I'm thinking of uh, that <laughs> other guy. I'm, th- I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of. Um, oh my! Uh, I'm thinking about that, the, the other white guy, Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's why I was thinking of Bruce Willis. It's not cool. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Why am I getting? Come on, man. Three, two. I, can, one. I don't know. I Mrs. and Mrs. Smith. I don't know. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Oh yeah. no! Nah. I couldn't think of the name of it. I knew the movie. Nigga, you complete me, nigga. That 
could have been any movie. No, nah, he said it three times because first time you completely, you completely, then she said it to him to get him back. I, I I knew the movie. I couldn't think of the title of it. Okay, go ahead. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Uh, oh, juice, training uh, day. Keep going. Go back a little. Oh, Minnesota Society. No, go go back another decade. He's one of the most gangster movies of all time. Oh, uh, New Jack City. Go a little bit back. You're 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 my better blues. Belly. No, you went forward. Go back. Um, late eighties, early nineties. Say it again. I think it late. I was born in eighty. Oh, just I'm not when, probably just when it. I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. Jay Z quotes this all the time. Boys in the hood. Keep going back. Oh shit! Oh. Three. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boomerang. Nah, nah it boomerang. it's a gangster movie. It's a um, there's only a certain amount of gangster movies that are derived from all gangster movies. That's what I'm. Scarface. Oh, it's it's right there. Godfather. Godfather. Okay, which one? Two. One. Nope. Three. One. Four. Y'all just guessing. I'm not giving y'all points for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. one? Which one was it? It was three. Three. I said three. All right. Wax on, wax off. Uh, Karate Kid. Yes. That's game. Damn. Hey. Bro, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> I, mean, I, have, I have fun. I ain't gonna lie. I have fun. I'm I'm garbage at this though. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, just about how how good as as Rock was with them them uh, yeah, songs, yeah. nigga. Yeah, it don't feel good. That's how I am with these movie quotes. Okay. Bonus one. Bonus. Uh, okay. One. It's a gangster movie. I mean, funny like how? Like, funny like like I'm a clown? Like, I amuse you? Oh, shit. Um, funny how? Um, American Gangster. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Jesus. What uh, you say, Gangster? I mean, was, shit, was, it any, was it any movie I just named? No. No. Shit. It's one of, it's one of the all-time great gangster movies of all time. Like so I, watch, when I, hear, when I, hear gangsta, I hear like hood movies. Like I hear like hood movies. Are these right. hood movies? You, you, you want no? It's a gangster movie. There's okay. a difference between a hood movie. Belly is a hood movie. It's not a gangster movie. I don't know. You got anything? I get to one time. Funny like, uh, like funny, funny how? Funny like like I'm a clown. Like do I amuse you? He, you're so close. I know. Like if if um. You are so fucking I know. close. Oh, Five, four, three. Just give it to me. Two. Goodfellas. Yep. I've oh never seen it. God. What? I've never seen Goodfellas. I know. Blasphemy. We I watching know. Goodfellas today. Oh, Goodfellas. God I haven't seen that either. Lee, y'all wild. Yeah, right, I, I, I've never seen this. Nah, I'm disappointed, y'all. Wrap this show up. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. See, that uh, was very selfish, Raz. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess so you know what so I guess everybody gotta be yeah, done with the show, huh? Yeah, Just yeah, selfish yeah, ass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Are you done? Are you, are you done? That's too funny, man. Alright, wrap up of episode twelve. This is Boy King A. Yeah, I mean we got anything else we're gonna get into? Nah, that's it. Shit. <laughs> well shit. This is King A. This is J Rock. Young Rez. Speak between the lines, we out of here. One, two.